0: All right, welcome. I'm so excited to be sitting here with Dr. Mark Kripe and Dr. Deepahala Harvey. They are both breast surgeons here in Columbus, Ohio, and we have a really great topic about Goldilocks mastectomies. And you ready?
1: I'm ready. First of all, disclaimer, we're talking about mastectomies. We've done a lot of talks about mastectomies, and I I think that's because it's a lot of variation. It's kind of in vogue. There's lots of differences, but I just want to remind people not everybody that has breast cancer needs a mastectomy. Most women still get a lumpectomy, so it's still the most common procedure, but there's a lot of nuances to the mastectomy. So uh, we want to tell you about what's the latest and greatest, the Goldilocks mastectomy.
0: I love this because I had not heard about a Goldilocks mastectomy, but when I hear it, I think about the Three bears, Goldilocks, so, so tell me yeah. more, what is this Goldilocks mastectomy? Yeah, that's
2: exactly what it is, it's from a fairy tale of Goldilocks who gets lost in the forest and she goes into this house with three bears, so she drinks the porridge, which was too hot, then the second porridge was too cold, and the third one was just right. So when we talk about a Goldilocks mastectomy, when we say it's too hot, that means these women who need reconstruction after a mastectomy may need multiple procedures. Mm-hmm. For women who don't need or don't want reconstruction, we just talked about aesthetic flat closure. They may have to wear prosthesis. Uh, so that's another option. But just right procedure where you're not getting a traditional reconstruction, Goldilocks mastectomy is type of a reconstruction without using the prosthetic tissue expanders or using their own body tissue other than the skin from their breast.
0: So this is just right. They don't want to be flat, and they don't want to go through the reconstruction process. Yes. But this is a reconstruction process, but but it's using their own skin. It's
2: using their own skin. So we perform a mastectomy just like we would with, for any type of mastectomy, m- m- meaning removing the breast tissue. Then we use the skin to fold it, to create a breast mound. So when they look at themselves, it actually looks like like their own breast tissue Without the breast tissue, it's just the skin folded into a breast mound. And if the cancer is away from the nipple, sometimes you're able to preserve the nipple as well. That's so.
0: pretty amazing stuff. Hmm. Who is a candidate for a Goldilocks mastectomy?
1: So, not everybody's a candidate. Uh, the typical person we think, or the ideal candidate, someone that has larger breasts, something we call ptosis or more droop. So, it's kind of a longer breast. And then we can take that excess skin and sort of using the skin to then rotate or come up to make the mound. So. It's going to be more the larger patients, typically. Uh, Also, a number of patients, sometimes if their BMI or kind of their weight is a little too high, plastic surgeon may not recommend or allow them to have the reconstruction at that time. So they might say, okay, lose weight and then come back. Well, it's pretty tough when you have a cancer diagnosis and you need surgery, so this can also be a little bit of a bridge for those patients that want reconstruction down the road, but maybe they're not a candidate right now. Mm-hmm. And so it can use their own tissue and it's saving it, so their own skin, and then come back later and do reconstruction kind of down the road. Uh, also patients that aren't great candidates for reconstruction, we think of like smokers, people with uncontrolled diabetes. That could be someone that you can still use your own skin to kind of roll up and it's not as much of the risk of putting in... A tissue expander or an implant or something else. So again, historically, patients that we wouldn't do reconstruction on, now they may be a candidate for the Goldilocks mastectomy.
0: I think that's great because I didn't realize through my diagnosis that some people aren't good candidates for plastic surgery. Like you mentioned, if the BMI is too high, because you would think with deep flap, oh, I have enough body tissue and fat to create breasts, but right. they can't because their BMI is too high. So this is another option. Right. Yeah. This is a good option for people yes. in that situation. Yep. So let's talk about that. What are some of the benefits that a, a patient would experience having a Goldilocks mastectomy?
2: Yeah, so one thing is a heavier BMI. So what does that mean? BMI over 38. They're really not good candidates for reconstruction, any type of reconstruction, because there can be more complications mm-hmm. and reconstruction can be longer procedure. Mm-hmm. And so We want women to be larger breasts for this type of procedure because then they will have more skin. You know, as women, when we nurse our babies, our skin kind of gets laxed and loose or totic or drooping, but we are able to remove the breast tissue, use that skin to like create like a breast mount. So those women actually look really great.
0: That is so cool. I just want to like tell people Mm -hmm. about this because... People who have already had the surgery, like their mastectomy, let's say they're flat, this isn't an option. This is not an option, correct? No, it's not an option. It's when you need to have the mastectomy, you're the surgeons in there doing this, from what I remember, together. This together. Is a, yeah, yes. for a double mastectomy. Yes. We talked about the benefits. What are some of the risks that come with this type of surgery?
1: So, for any surgery, anytime you cut the skin, bleeding and infection are two risks that are pretty inherent. Uh, And that's going to be, since it's a bigger surgery, they're going to have higher risk of some of that bleeding time. We try to do that together. So cutting down the operative time, the longer the OR case, the higher the risk of infection. So those are things that we operate together. And she'll do one side. I'll do one side typically for doing the bilateral or the both sides. So it's cutting the operative time down. But we still have bleeding and infection as risks if we're saving the nipple on that lower skin flap, there's a, a risk of the nipple dying or being mm-hmm. in the wrong position. Yeah. So that's a, another risk. Um, otherwise, I, I think just the normal risk yeah. of doing the surgery and, and not some of the higher risk when you're putting in a prosthetic you know, implant, there's some different risks associated with that. So I think it can be good for those patients that are a little bit higher risk that mm-hmm. maybe the plastic surgeons are, aren't interested in doing reconstruction that time. And again, it could be, this is going to be a one and done. And then they walk out and they'll have an A to B cup breast, Okay, but it could be a bridge to them changing some lifestyle. We call lifestyle modifications. So whether it's smoking and they're not smoking, whether it could be weight loss, whether it could be, you know, different things that that person needs, get them through their cancer treatment. And now this is a bridge to reconstruction later.
0: That's amazing. So you mentioned that you both do this together, Yeah, especially bilateral about what how much time does that take to do a Goldilocks mastectomy? It's variable, but typically about four to five hours.
2: Okay. And it's because not only removing the breast tissue, but also, you know, what we call the DF, meaning removing the skin at the bottom mm. portion of the skin, and then folding it up to make it look like a breast mound. So it would probably take about the same time if you're working with plastic surgery team. But again, I'm lucky enough to work with Dr. Kripe yeah. where we do this by ourselves uh, without a plastic surgery involved. So
0: oh, that's amazing that <laughs> you can see do so, this because it's yeah. like reconstruction, but you're not, they don't have to come back in and have, let's say, a revision unless, let's say, the nipple died. They'd have to right. have something done then. But this is like a one and done. Once you do the mastectomy, it's a Goldilocks mastectomy. They leave the hospital with a breast mound. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. I mean,. Hello, <laughs> this is awesome. Yeah. I'm it's like really so great. excited. Yeah, I, I often used to feel very
2: frustrated in the past before we were offering this procedure to tell someone, no, no, you can't have mm-hmm. reconstruction or no, right. when you wake up, you have to have a mastectomy mm. or, you know, for someone who's been large all their life and had large breast tissue, it's really tough to go from that to being flat. Mm-hmm. if Especially if they don't have option of reconstruction and that's the patient population we are talking about. So And
1: even not just flat, but if you have extra tissue, if you have large yeah. breasts you might have extra subcutaneous tissue. And so if we're removing the breast, you might be sunken in. So not even just flat, but kind of sunken Mm. in. And we try to taper that off a little bit. But with the Goldilocks mastectomy, we're maintaining a little bit of a mound. So it's not sunken in, may not be flat, but again, an A to B cup. So I think it's a really nice thing for those certain patients, like you said, that we've always felt bad if Plastic surgeons don't want to do the reconstruction because of high risk. I understand yeah. it, but yet now we have something to offer yes. those patients, yes. which is great.
0: Yeah. Could yeah. one surgeon do this on their own?
1: Well, I think you can, but often the breast surgeon is going to work with the plastic surgeon. Okay. So I think there's different ways of doing that. Yeah. We're just a little bit unique in that right. we're, again, we've I trained her. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. we operate very, very similar. Yeah. And so we're able to do cases the same day. And we just both come in and help each other out, which is really promoting patient care and yeah. getting them off the table faster. And also it's a, I think the other great thing that I've learned, I'll look across the table and say, Hey, what are you doing over there? Hey, I have this like yeah. extra tissue over here. What, what should we do with that? And so we're learning from each other kind of real time. So mm. as we learn something, typically we go to a conference, you know, once a year or twice a year, and we'll learn some different tricks, but here it's on a weekly basis where we're looking back and forth to say, what, I like this better. I like that better. And we continue to, I think, advance a little more quickly because we're kind of copying off of each other and what works better. Uh, so it's been great.
0: And I think even this with you working together, Dr. Alaharbe, I think it was you that maybe saw this at a conference. Yes. And you brought it back. Well, yeah. Dr. Kreit, what were your thoughts? When she, she pressured said... me. Peer <laughs> pressure still happens. Uh,
1: so, it, yeah, it's a great thing to say, hey, there's a new technique do you want to try this? And at first we we're kind of like well, a little hesitant. We had a plastic surgeon do the first, I think one or two maybe with us and show us some techniques, but it's hard to get all of our schedules together. Yeah. And so then we said, okay, yeah, we can do it and continue to push the envelope. And then one time she said, Hey, let's try to save the nipples. I'm like, where does that go? I understand <laughs> that. She's like, no, trust me. And I'm like, okay, I'll trust you. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's been great. That's wonderful.
0: So, what's the yeah. recovery time like with a Goldilocks
2: mastectomy? It's going to be traditional mastectomy recovery times, so about six weeks. Okay. Um, no heavy lifting, nothing more than 10 pounds, no repetitive motion with your arms, and no swimming, no tub bath, showers are okay. Okay. And we typically, I typically say it's good for them to go to see a therapist beforehand called prehab so they can actually walk you through some of the exercises they can start doing after the surgery. So,
0: and again, this is considered reconstruction. But not by a plastic surgeon. That is correct. Or, I mean, yeah. that just is so new. That just doesn't yeah. sound right. Uh, I just think it's amazing. This is great. It, it is truly amazing.
2: You know, when you had asked me if people can do this by themselves across the country, that's actually probably the most common way of doing mm, okay. it. Okay. With the help of a plastic surgeon. So for us... I mean, I think having each other has really been great in a sense. Yeah, absolutely. We learn in surgery and how we are doing, you know, techniques. And, and Dr. Kripe, I think I've said this before, like he's a gifted surgeon. His skills are amazing. And so, oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, I'm, I feel very privileged to work with him and I want to push myself, you know, and we are both perfectionists. We w- both mm-hmm. want to do a good job. And so, but I think our learning is truly doubled, which, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes I think of this whole situation on how we are helping our patients. I'm actually jealous of my own self because we're able to offer that to
0: patients. Yeah, you know? That's wonderful. So yeah. I just had deep flap back in January, which is 2023. And I'm now scheduled to go back in for a revision uh, to make some changes. I, we touched on this briefly revision. What, what would a Goldilocks yeah. mastectomy patient expect regarding reconstruction, revision? And, yeah. things and along that's something I,
1: I think we're still learning. Okay. So the Goldilocks we've, Been doing for about a year now,
2: if that. Almost a year, yeah. Yeah.
1: And so uh, we need to see these patients back at six months and a year to figure out what are the different things that we can be doing from a revision standpoint. The goal eventually is to not need a revision. And so we're just doing the one and done surgery and and that's going to be it. Typically, I think fat grafting could be something if they're a little hollowed out up top. Again, these are typically going to be larger women with larger breasts, so they might be a little hollowed out up top, or we're taking all their breast tissue out and just leaving that skin. Mm -hmm. So they could get some fat grafting. So we'd have our plastic surgeon colleagues do some fat grafting. If they were interested in reconstruction, again, not a good candidate initially. Once they change some of those lifestyle modifications, they could go in for reconstruction as a second surgery. But Most of the patients so far have just been really happy to say, you know, going one lady, I think from a G or they didn't even make a size name for what she had, you know, down to a B cup. Just very, very happy with that. So most patients yeah. so far have had no, I don't know if anyone's had any reconstruction, we, like a second no. revision. So revision. I've,
2: we haven't had any patients that we had to take back for revision, which again, I think about it, I'm like, that's pretty incredible not have yeah. to have going back to surgery because that's it's not- It can
0: be exhausting yeah. when you're going through the whole process of cancer, yeah. chemo, surgery, radiation, yeah. and to think about another surgery, it mm-hmm. can become overwhelming. So being able to just get in there and yeah. leave the hospital with a breast mound, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, Yeah. that's great. Now, I've learned a lot from you, Dr. Hala Harvey, just about like what goes on and and different terminologies. But one of the things I learned from you is that underinsured patients Mm. aren't eligible for reconstruction. And I know that's something that's near and dear to your heart. So what does this Goldilocks mastectomy mean to them?
2: Yeah, I think for me, I just want to treat everyone the same, regardless of the socioeconomic status, their color of their skin, how they look like they can speak English or not speak English. And so... For patients who are not insured, sometimes some institutions don't have uh, surgeons who can perform this procedure. Thankfully, Dr. Kripen and I can offer this procedure to these patients who are not insured. So that again has been a great thing for us to offer to everyone, regardless of their body habitus, you know, their BMI or mm-hmm. their smokers and or where insurance they come or from, no insurance. or insurance or right. no insurance, yeah. That yeah. opens
0: a big door to help yeah. so many people. Yeah. And I just think that is such a great way to give back to the community to offer something like this. To yeah. to not just learn yeah. about it, but yeah. to say, hey, let's try it. Dr. Krebs, like, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then to try to spare the nipple. This is all really life-changing for the patient. Right. So yeah. thank for sure. you for trying this and working together and bringing this option at least a Columbus sure. for yeah. now. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And you've had patients referred to you, correct? Yes, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Yep.
2: And you know, I, of course, feel very privileged and blessed for patients, trust us, to come to us to mm. do this procedure for them and take care of them in general. I mean, I think it's such a gift to be able to do that, yeah. uh, to provide that service for patients. But yeah, I've been. we both have had patients
0: referred to us. So. That's amazing. Yep. So you're both breast surgeons. And mm. I know there's also general surgeons out there and plastic surgeons. I'm just curious, what type of surgeon can perform Goldilocks mastectomy.
1: And I would say probably any surgeon can perform it if they get just extra training, have extra interest. Again, often the plastic surgeons are people that would do this procedure. The great thing is as a breast surgeon, it's hard to schedule sometimes with yeah. multiple surgeons. And so as breast surgeons, then we can just perform this procedure and not need the plastic surgeon to come in. And I think it makes it a little bit better for the patient to get on the OR schedule a little faster, especially when you're dealing with cancer. You want to get your case done really, really fast. They don't want to have to wait for multiple surgeons to get together. But can general surgeons do it? Yes, they can. They're going to need some extra training to do it and have that interest. So it's going to be a little bit challenging. So we're happy to offer that here in Columbus, Ohio.
0: Do you show patients pictures of what a Goldilocks Mm -hmm. mastectomy is? So I would imagine that someone listening to this that has interest in it to ask their surgeon, whether it's a general surgeon or a breast surgeon. If they say they can, like maybe just see some of the outcomes and results that they've been able to always. experience. Let's talk about some of the outcomes yeah, and experiences. Always. What are some of the things that patients are saying after their surgery?
2: There have been, I mean, I've really heard really great feedback. And uh, we've had a news media channel who's interested in interviewing us and had reached out to a couple of patients. And they were super excited to talk mm-hmm. about it because they never ex- expected to have a result like they have having the cancer removed, having had a mastectomy, Mm -hmm. but then waking up and, you know, having what looks like a breast mound. And so people have been really pleased. And so, and again, going back to not just taking care of the patient, not care of the cancer, but taking care Mm -hmm. of the patient completely, you know, giving them that, you know, dignity back, you know, that little bit of their self-control back, you know, the cancer takes that away from you and just giving, you know, patients feeling happy. And again, moving on with their life and this being just a chapter of their life, not an entire book. So,
1: And the other thing, a lot of these women come in, again, we're talking about the larger breasted women, mm-hmm. the women with ptosis mm-hmm. or, or droopingness. They often don't want this large breast anymore, yeah. and so they're getting a reduction, essentially. Now, it's a drastic, a dr- it's a drastic reduction, so mm-hmm. it's going down to you know probably a B-cup or maybe an A-cup breast, but still, they've wanted a reduction, some of them, for all of their life. Mm-hmm. And so this is a great way to be able to take care of their cancer, and get, you know, a dramatic reduction, but they're very, very pleased because yeah. often they've wanted that reduction for many years, if not their whole life. Mm.
0: Well, on behalf mm. of the cancer community, I mm-hmm. say thank you. Uh-huh. Thank you for learning. Thank you for pushing the envelope. Thank you for working together to make our quality of life better. Thank you so much, Monica. Thank you. Monica. Thank you for helping yep. us. Yep. 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 So that is a wrap for the Goldilocks mm-hmm. mastectomy. We hope you've learned something. We All hope right. you'll share this with other people as well and spread the word that The Goldilocks mastectomy is coming around. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye.